to Robin and Joa Save the World, One Book at a Time, a spoiler-free podcast sponsored by the good folks at Koros Books. That's Koros with a Q. Hello, everyone. I'm Joa. And I'm Robin. Welcome to the Robin and Joa podcast, where today we are going to have a little chit chat about the meaning of a soft place to land. Oh, Joa, what does that mean to you, that expression, a soft place to land? Ooh, having my own hideout, like my office where my husband was moving my furniture around so I can have more space. <laughs> this is my soft place to land. <laughs> I love that. Boy, I think I'm the same. Yeah. I think I'm the same. You know, my office, it was a little eight by seven foot square. So like less than three meters by three meters. It's a good size bedroom. Uh, but I put wardrobes sort of across the middle so that I have a little cave in the back behind them in the corner. Aww. And I and that's where I am right now. And my desk is here. I just love it. I think that comes from like being a kid who loved. Yeah. I was that little kid who crawled into like those small spaces. I always loved that uh -huh. and felt that was cozy. So this is my soft place to land. It's yeah. interesting that neither of us chose anything particularly soft. <laughs> Right. Yeah. We don't have a, a beanbag chair, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is a pretty soft place to land. And I was yeah. just, so I was just hooking up my, um, my, my speaker, my Amazon spe speaker. I don't know what people call it. Is it Amazon pod or something like that? Uh, one of those things. So that way, because that um, I can just tell it to play classical music or or play my playlist. So that way, while I'm writing, um, I can, I can have that in the background and that, that helps a lot to get me in the, the mindset or so forth. Sometimes I make playlists for what I'm writing. So that way I can get into the, into the scene, into the oh, setting. I love that. Yeah. Is that Alexa or no? Is yes. Oh, it's Alexa. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So if people are listening to us on their Alexa devices, they're going to uh, listen to us say Alexa <gasps> and it may um, turn her on. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> I'm not very technologically savvy. I do apologize humbly. I do know also that many of our listeners listen to us yeah. through that, that, that I, she correct. who will not be named. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That's, that's how we refer to her too over here, because if we say her name automatically, like the little blue light goes on and, and then, Hey, did you know she speaks Spanish too? Because I was speaking in Spanish and she responded to me in Spanish. At one point I was like, when did you learn Spanish? What? <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. So I guess I it, have has, it has picked up that we're bilingual here. Um, yeah. This interesting. And my mouth at the is same literally time. hanging open. <laughs> so you never changed anything in the settings. No. Uh-uh. Oh. It, it's, it's in English. Yeah. She learned. She learned. Yeah. She's so, learning. Mm -hmm. She's and learning about us, our, our voices, and, and all I, of that. I'm a little scared. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> right? Yeah, me too. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Big brother. I'm like, wait a minute. What's oh, God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes cover her ears just saying yes yes i do i do 
You're going to be out in the car having conversations. Now. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to be like, hey, babe, let's let's go take this outside. He's like, but That's no right. one is here. It's her who must not be named that is here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. She's dangerous. I'm looking at her all side eye now, like, like we're Ooh. talking about her. You know, when we're like talking about somebody and they're in the same room, I'm like, Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay. Joa, I have a crazy idea. We should write a story about her, like you and I, back and forth. I write one chapter. You write one chapter, and we put it on Kindle Vela. Kindle Vela. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? That would be very fun. Yeah, that would be very fun. We should do that just for the like pure joy of it, you know, just for the pure thrill of it. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Oh, beautiful friends, how are you today? <laughs> yes. So I have some good news, friends. And it's always, I feel like, it, especially these days, it's always nice to share good news, yes. you know, particularly. We're a good news podcast. And we are a good news podcast, yes. no doubt. So I had this task that I thought was going to be monumental and impossible and stressful and expensive. And Probably, I hope to complete it by the end of 2022. Um, now, you may know that I can be occasionally, slightly, just slightly dramatic. That may have come into play here. Yesterday, I accomplished the whole test in three hours. <laughs> And it was redesigning my website. Oh, my goodness. It's embarrassing to say this, but it's facts. So I'm going to say it. I hadn't touched my website in a year, and I didn't realize it. I Here I thought my website was like, you know, a month or two out of date, right? But then I go, and the thing that pops up is last updated January 2021. Oh, oh wow. The embarrassment. So. I updated the whole thing. I changed everything. I changed the banner. I changed the pages, top to bottom. There's not nothing. There's nothing that's the same. There's not one page that's untouched. And it only took three hours, and it was kind of fun. That's really good. Three um, hours? Bizarre. Uh, well, I did make it shorter. I actually eliminated some of the pages. So Uh, it is mm -hmm. kind of a very condensed Mm -hmm. and I don't have a blog on it anymore. So it's not like yours. Yours is like rich with information and interesting. Have a cup of Johanny dot. Hey, give me your exact URL, Joa. Oh yeah. It's have a cup of Joe and then dash honey um, dot com. And honey is not honey like uh, the sweetener, although I am sweet. It's it's H-A-N-N-Y. <laughs> so friends, it's all with no spaces in between. It's yeah. have a cup of J-O dash H-A-N-N-Y dot yeah. com. Have a cup of Joe dash honey dot com. Yeah. Johanny, get website. it? It's so smart. Hey, play on words. I saw your website though. It's cute. I like the banner. Thank you very yeah. much. Oh, thank you very much. I, really I love it. You posted it. it yesterday, I think, right? Yeah. I went onto your yeah, I went onto your website. Thank you. So that's cute. Now you gotta tell us what is your website. Oh, I I didn't mention that. It's like a secret now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all new and fresh, but you can't see it. <laughs> it is robincastle.net. Robincastle.net. 
Oh, yes. And it's also fresh and cute. I yes. love it. Yeah. And I tried to link to the podcast, but um, they only want RSS feed for a link to the podcast. So oh, somehow yeah. it wouldn't link. But yeah. you know what, friends? It's fine. It's fine. The podcast is easy to find. Oh, do you know what else I did, Joa? I, in trying to find the proper RSS feed for the podcast to link it through my website so you could go there directly. Ooh. I just kind of Googled, you know, Robin and Joa and yeah. just the words Robin and Joa, all our episodes come up on these various platforms. Ooh, ooh, I love it. No one else cares about this, but I was super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. Also in good news, I'm sorry. I'm kind of uh, talking too much. No, Joa, this is monumental. Are you kidding me? That this is monumental. Is, it really was stressing me out. You know how there's some tasks on your to-do list yeah. that just weigh you down? Yeah. This has been on my to-do list for a minute. Oh, it's been on my to-do list for a while. <laughs> I <know>. And <laughs> I really thought I was going to have to pay a lot of money to somebody because I'm not, as we have discussed in almost every episode, I am not technologically gifted. I'm also 227. So for my age, I feel I'm doing well. Read her but bio. It's in there too. It's in my bio. Bang, bang. $17.95, I've decided, is my birth year. I mean, I acknowledge it's my birth year, not I've decided. But anyway, moving right along, Joa, tell us about your love. Tell us something good from your week. Oh, yes. So something good that happened for me, and I hope this doesn't sound like bad, but so while reading the, the book, A Soft Place to Land, um. I, I noted in there that there was a, an error in one of the words and it used, I don't know what the proper name is for this, but it used a word that means something else, um, but it has the same sound. Uh, so kind of like the word to, T-O and T-O-O, to, how they sound the same, but they have different spellings and thus different meaning. So I caught one of those in the reading. And what does that mean? That doesn't mean that the book is not good. That doesn't mean that the writer is not the writer is not good or the writing is not good. I mean, it is superb, uh, but it gave me hope and it gave me like this little glimmer that hey, if this awesome traditionally published book, you know, has a certain ratio of um, of um, errors in it, then I shouldn't be beating myself up too much for um, my subsequent indie publishing that I'll be doing, which will be yes. edited and all of that as well. I'm not saying that um, that gives me hope to publish a book that is not edited, you know, or hasn't gone through the rounds of editing, editing. Uh, but it gives me hope that I can do this just as well, or at least close to the level of a, of a traditionally published if I put effort and throw just a little bit money in it. Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Joa felt encouraged, friends. Joa felt did. encouraged. Thank you. And perhaps it demystified it a little bit because they do say for every book, there will be two to three typos. Mm -hmm. Perfection is maybe not a healthy goal. Uh, yes. Although we do kind of reify perfection. Yeah. Um, that's a wonderful thing about Ireland. When I moved to Ireland, I I had this idea, you know, I have to do the best. What is the best? I have to find out what the best is. I yeah. have to do the best. I have to, right? Yeah. Is that like a hardcore U.S. thing? Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. And almost exclusively just U.S., um, which is interesting. But when I came to Ireland, people all the time say, oh, it's a mistake. Oh, it's just a mistake. And they don't, they're not as hard on other people for they it. They don't like dwell on it, it seems, huh? Yeah. They acknowledge that mistakes are made and that mistakes are a part of life. And it's such a nice way to live. And it's I mean, so refreshing. It's so lovely. So, you know, the delivery guy comes and he forgets to bring the milk and, and he's very sorry and very apologetic. And we're like, oh, it's just a mistake. It's fine. Everything's fine. And it's legit. We're not just saying those words. We no longer get worked up about those things and we no longer, it's lovely. It's lovely. I know it does. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling calm just listening to you say yeah. those things, you know? Yeah. And wow. when you when you acknowledge that someone else made a mistake, the, I think the person that's freed is yourself. Mm -hmm. Because by giving them permission to make mistakes, it really erases the need for perfectionism. Mm -hmm. it's, oh, it's lovely. So I just true. love it. You know, love you, it. you reminded me of, um, of something too that, that happened this week or maybe last week. So so every morning, and I think I've said this before in this podcast, right? I do some sort of grounding before I get in my car and head to work. And this, and I get up very early four in the morning, right? So that gives me like an hour and 15 minutes to get myself right, you know, and do a little meditation, do a little writing um, and so forth and drink a lot of water before I leave. So I started using a cognitive uh, therapy app called Bloom. And in there it has... Um, it's certain episodes like videos that I watch. And one of them, because based on the questionnaire that I did, um, the, the app notes that I'm a bit of a perfectionist and that, um, and that sometimes that brings tension and stress into my life. And um, so it, it, it recommends those, those kind of sessions for me. And then um, one of those mornings where I was grounding myself, I was grounding myself before going to work. I saw one of these episodes and I remember the, the person in the video, she was saying, tell yourself how you're going to do something that is on your to-do list imperfectly. And, and when I said those words out loud, and for me, it's building a team because that, that has been my big stressor is to build a team in the company that I'm in right now. And, and I told myself, I was like, I, I will imperfectly build a team today and just saying that you know and acknowledging it that it will not be perfect when it comes out but i'm making the steps to do it it just the weight that lifted off of my shoulders was immense i i don't i don't know how to describe it any better than that but it was just i felt so much lighter after that i love that Bloom, you said the app is called Bloom, yes. B-L-O-O-M. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to check that out because that sounds like a dream. Yes, yes. It's interesting. Ever since I heard Seth Godin say, or write rather, um, done is better than good. Mm -hmm. Now, this is years ago, obviously, but it's so true. Like, and as a writer, friends, <laughs> little secret this is probably a problem I don't like to talk about as a writer. Mm, yes, this is a true confession <laughs> right here. 
I'm very uncomfortable at this moment. I'm not sure how this became therapy, Joe, but it, it just, we dipped there. We dipped there for sure. Uh, so, you know, as we all know, and as I've said many times, I have a number of completed books, a large number. And why haven't they, be, they been published? You know, I make these... Uh, these excuses that I don't like publishing. And it's nobody likes publishing friends. That's not really <laughs> special or interesting or even a good reason, is it? Yeah. Nobody likes the machinations of publishing. And recently, my new excuse, and you'll give me points for being, you know, I, I really have been persistent with coming up with new excuses. So kudos to me. <laughs> my latest excuse is I didn't know how the book started and I didn't have a title. Now, <clears throat> Not knowing how the book started. Okay. I do set myself up a little with that because if I don't like the beginning of a book, I will rewrite it literally 800 times. I, I need to stop that. That's not a good idea, folks. Um, I'm learning. Like all of us, I'm learning yeah. and growing. And at growing. least at least I keep trying. So I'll give myself, I'll give myself some credit for keep, you know, I keep going and I keep trying. So I'll mm -hmm. give myself some credit for that. But uh, the title, I legit wasn't sure about the title. So in my newsletter, friends, I'm telling you, listen to this. In my newsletter, I said, what should the title of my book be? And I gave three choices. The first choice was Family Life is Murder. That sounds terrible if you think it's like a nonfiction. <laughs> <laughs> it's a murder mystery. So the first was Family Life is Murder. The second title was Related by Murder. And the third title was Related. Just the word, single word, Related. related. Oh. Friends. First of all, the kind <laughs> people who receive my newsletter almost immediately as soon as I sent it out, Boom, 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 boom. People were sending me choices, which I think also it's fun, you know, to kind of participate, yes. select the title. It's fun. Every single choice, by the way, I have received nothing else but related by murder, related by murder, related by murder. Everybody puts in the subject line. It's so great. Uh, it's so it's it's fun for them. It's fun for me. Right. But I get all these responses, all these responses related by murder, related by murder, related by murder. And then today today, which is two days later, after I sent out my newsletter today, I get an email from just one of the loveliest people on the face of the earth, of course, who writes, the title is related dot 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 by murder. <gasps> oh. Just adding dot dot yeah. dot. It's everything. It's the perfect title. I am so happy. And I am so thankful to everyone who replied to, because now I feel comfortable and confident. And now yeah. I'm going to press forward. Yeah. I don't know what the point of that story is, but it was very exciting. <laughs> and I really appreciate the help. Like, maybe that's the point of the story is... In a way, I asked for help, and I more than received it. So yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and a lot of things take more than I would want to say almost all things. But I mean, I don't want to generalize. But a lot of things take more than one brain and one heart. It requires a little bit more than that. And I, and I think, and once again, 
as human beings, I believe like we are meant to be in community. We're meant to be in tribes and, you know, in, in societies where we're, we're pulling together for one another and we're making things happen together. Um, so, and I think that's what happens here. I think we are imperfect, right? Uh, but I think that is even more so when we are just doing things, going after things alone, um, because you're very much, um, your your imperfectness is very much highlighted, right? But I think when you are in a group, when you are with other people, you you feed off of each other's strengths. And um, I, I, I hate saying weaknesses because they're not really weaknesses, but but those um, those other things that you're not so strong in. Right. Because something that you may not be strong in, somebody else may be. Um, but then something that you're strong in, you know, another person may need a little bit of help on. But when you combine those two, then now you have a stronger version of uh, those two people separately. You know, I'm so resistant to that. Isn't that funny? I, I like <laughs> I want to be, you know. I could do everything myself and blah, blah, blah. I don't know why. That's a very U.S. mentality, too. Mm. The individualism of it. Um, mm. Other societies are not as such. Other societies, they thrive in community. And they know that they cannot uh, do many things on their own. Um, Boy, that is facts for yeah, days. Yeah. That is facts for days. Yeah. That is so true. So during, you know, the height of... Uh, the panini, which we like to call it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, in Ireland, almost everybody, I, I mean, I don't know. I know, I, I don't mean to like brag or just say the perfect things about Ireland. I will, I try to keep it balanced, okay? But it just happens in this episode, I'm probably going to say two nice things about Ireland. <laughs> and, and you can tell I really like living here, so I am terribly biased. I'll try to think of something terrible about, I'll try to think of something terrible about Ireland and say it before the end of the episode. <laughs> and go Just get her book so that way you can verify all the good Ooh. things and the not so good things about Ireland. That's, thank you, Joa. In my book, <laughs> yes. You can read the good, the bad, the ugly. There you the go. The surprising, the shocking. Yeah. Like there's some shocking it's, stuff. It's real. So it's go in real. there. It's, it's really real. <laughs> but like at the beginning of the Panini, everybody was, you know, let's say, you happen to make jam, everybody was like, given that you'd give your neighbor jam, they happened to make bread or some cookies or something, they'd give it to everybody was just shifting in a very safe mm way. Um, and everybody was like looking out for their neighbor mm -hmm. in a way that nobody made a big deal about it. And there were some neighborhoods that started singing to each other. This made me cry. Yeah. Um, there were some neighborhoods that were singing to each other out the windows. Uh -huh. There was one neighborhood where they all started decorating scarecrows in their front yard. This was in Dublin. That was hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> and it, people were like, there was a kindness and there was a recognition of others' humanity. Okay. Uh -huh. End of soliloquy about Ireland. Um, uh, listen, no, we but don't I mean if you if you look and let me just add this real quick and i'm not trying to get all sentimental on people here but if you look at a lot of tragedies that happen around the world um something that you may see in common there are how uh, communities or groups um come out from there to make things better right to um for social justice to make things right and so forth right because there's just strength in numbers 
And um, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. I, I, yeah, I, I read a lot of nonfiction history, and I'm into that kind of stuff, and uh, you know, anthropology and all of that. So, um, yeah, just letting y'all know. Yep. <laughs> okay, we don't have enough big roads. We don't have enough motorways. That's a terrible problem in Ireland. Now you know. Okay, hundred <laughs> ho. Balance. There you go. Balance. Uh, Balance. I'm trying to be honest. <laughs> I'm trying to give the whole story. Okay, so. We did happen to take a look at a book called A Soft Place to Land this week. Mm -hmm. And friends, this book, I mean. They talk about community too. Yes. Ah. Is, <laughs> hey, perfection. <laughs> is this a perfect book? Like, it is. It really is. It is. Yeah. The, the first sentence, I was, I was interested in the first sentence. So friends, this is oh, a Let me turn grade. on the Kindle. Yeah. Yeah, by Janae Marks called A Soft Place to Fall. I believe it's her second book, but I might be wrong. Oh, did and you get fall or not land? Because I know sometimes they change whoops. the title depending on where they go. You're right. I have a soft place to land. Okay. You're correct. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, the first sentence reads, I may only be 12, but I've already fallen in love once with music. <gasps> yeah. Okay. I... First of all, I went into this book blind. I didn't know anything about it. And when I got to the I've fallen in love once, I was like, oh, at 12, <laughs> I'm not going to like this. But then it was like with music, with film scores to be exact. I was like, yeah, yeah. this is a great book. Right? Yeah. It was Friend. so cute. So fresh oh. to have that. Yeah. So fresh. And we have read a bunch of middle grade. Well, we've read some middle grade on the on the for the podcast. Yeah. But yeah. This one, in my opinion, had the most 12-year-old voice. Yes. In the best, I mean that in the best way. Yes. It, it was it was very realistic. Um, just because her the the internal monologue, the the her actions, how she will feel about certain things and all of that. And that is very true that. Uh, kids around that age, um, they they tend to see things are as things happening because of them, um, yeah. because they're they're very centered around themselves, right? So so that's why their traumas and and when we discuss these things in books, it's so um, out there. But that's because as a child, and if we go back to our own childhood, right? Um, because sometimes I have to go back there so that way I can write middle grade. It's um, I used to feel that way that I had some sort of um, that it was my fault that certain things happened around me. I, I I couldn't make the difference of I cannot control that. I cannot control the grownups in my life. Um, I used to think that their actions were my fault, you know. And um and that that can be kind of hard on a kid as well. Yeah. If um yeah, they, a lot of bad things happen to them. So I think yeah. there's even a line in the book where she says, I hate not having any control over my mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And I really respected that. Like, I liked the fact that that was just right out there. Mm -hmm. This is a book ultimately about the reality of the fact that bad things happen to all of us. And sometimes we've done nothing to deserve them. Sometimes bad stuff just happens. And we think it's the end. And it's not. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's the beginning. This book does a wonderful job providing hope, wouldn't you yes. say? Yes, yes, hope and and giving a realistic a realistic ending too, right? Mm. Because so we we want uh, if if we would have a cookie cutter kind of you know ending in this book, it would have been that she goes back. That's John sneezing. 
bless his heart. Bless Jesus. you, John. <laughs> bless you. So, uh, she would have gotten everything that she lost at the end, right? Sometimes yep. that's what we see, but that's not the case here. This is realistic. Um, and, and I love that they have a realistic view on finances, that they have a realistic yes. view on, on parenting, on yes. grown up relationships, on, on mistakes, just like how we discuss how things happen, but maybe sometimes we need to take a pause, right? Yeah. So that when we embark in that, we do it a little better than before. Um, it's just, for me, it was very realistic, but then up to par to what a child should be reading as well, mm -hmm. you know, and what they can take on in, in fiction. And I think this is just, it's a perfect book. I, I it, definitely would recommend it to um, my stepdaughter, Chloe, and my stepson, we see, though, of course. Oh, <laughs> highly, highly recommend. Highly. It's yeah. a great book, you know, to show that stress in a family isn't fatal if I can say it, because we're a spoiler-free podcast, so that's why I'm saying it like that. And to show some of the problems, listen, from time to time, we all have some kind of stress, financial stress, mm -hmm. moving stress, work stress. And this book does a wonderful job of exploring that through the eyes of a 12-year-old and having a realistic, not Cinderella ending, mm -hmm. but showing that there can also be growth mm -hmm. and good things that come from that. Highly recommend this. Yeah. This is a great book for kids because what it does, it doesn't, it's not a fairy tale no. and it's more real life, but real life, very well told and real mm -hmm. life filled with hope. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes kids need more hope. I'll tell you what I mean by that. The other night, my husband and I were looking for something to watch on TV. And as we were scrolling, we, now we do not have HBO or pay channels of any kind. So that's part of the limitation. We have Netflix, but nothing else. That's part of the limitation, right? But like the shows, a lot of the shows have names like Hitler's Bunker, Hitler's <laughs> Art. I, this is literal. Hitler's <laughs> Friends, The Rise of Hitler. Oh my God. I mean, like, oh, there's a lot of like, and then there's a lot of like um, true crime shows, which I know some people find those fascinating. They scare me yeah. to death. Yeah. And then there's a lot of like scary shows that are kind of like horror shows. And those were literally our choices. Like, there was nothing. I was just looking for some mindless relaxation. Yeah, so, feel good. There's yeah. nothing feel good. But I, I think sometimes, you know, we just have to be careful about the media. We're adults. We've seen more of life. We have probably more perspective. Okay. But for kids, I think sometimes we need to drive that car a little closer to hope land and mm -hmm. a little farther away from everything is scary and dire because there's so much of that because all of that comes to them, right? Doom scrolling. They see it on social media. Mm -hmm. They see it, you know, on TV, it's easy to find. So I feel like hope. We need to deliver more hope yeah. and more hopeful messages. Uh, that is, thank you. This is the end of my PSA. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm but so I, sorry. I, no, it's okay. You make a great point. Um, I, I just want to add that it's um, it's a fine line to like we want to be realistic with kids, mm. um, but I feel like we also want to build their optimistic well as well. Um, mm -hmm. because you know, life is going to kick them down. Life is going to throw like bad things at them and it's going to show them the media. Like you said, um, bad things will find are going to find our kids, you know, out yeah. there. 
but I think if we show them a realistic view of some things that can happen before those bad things and after those bad things happens, right? Because like we said, we all make mistakes, but there's a way to recover as well. Yes. Um, you know, then it'll give them a good balanced perspective. Here we go. We balancing things, right? A good balanced perspective of life because life is never going to be all rainbows and unicorns, but it's not always going to be like everything bad happening. And I think um, we need to teach our children that, that it's just, it, it can, life is a little bit of everything, but it's yeah. also a lot of it is what you make of it and how you perceive things and how you act on that perception. And, um, and, and really that's um, in a nutshell. Yeah. Resiliency. I love that. Joa, you know, I kind of, I need to read another middle grade that's realistic, but hopeful perhaps about a young girl growing up, maybe with a stepmother. <laughs> I wonder if you know where I'm going. <laughs> Do you know of a book like that that's oh, coming out very soon? Yeah. Mm. Oh, What's I think John title? just said it. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Frenchie's Evil Ring in the Six Months That Changed Everything. Yeah. By yours Love truly. That. Yeah. It's, it's, that's with the right, editor. it's with the editor right now. And, um, and yeah, so we're going to make some, once it comes back, I'll make the, the fixes, um, approve or disapprove and then keep going from there. Yes. I've seen the cover friends. It's gorgeous. I love it. It is gorgeous. I You're going to love, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm very excited. <laughs> this is, this is big. This is going to be wonderful. <laughs> I cannot wait for it. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, Love that. Love yeah. that. But you know Love what? That. When when it comes to like me watching things, I'm kind of like like you. Like you reminded me of what I asked my husband last night. I was like, babe, can you just put something funny for us to watch, you know, towards yeah. towards the end? Cause I don't want to go to sleep with that that heaviness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh my it God. Sorry. My cats and dogs are literally like fighting right now. Oh, my money is on Escondida all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Escondida <laughs> totally wins every single time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's something about little tiny uh, cats. Like, they just... Man, they're fearless. <laughs> they overcompensate. <laughs> my cat is the same. Three pounds of belief that she can do anything. <laughs> I've had to rescue her. You know how you see, like, sometimes those videos of people rescuing cats from trees outside? Well, my cat has three legs only, so she no three legs is plenty. She has three legs. Hey, that's so, all you need. <laughs> yeah, that's all you. That's really all you need. So she doesn't go outside because I live in an area with like um, hawks and brown eagles. Oh, and other types of things. So she does not go outside because she weighs three pounds. She's tiny, but she doesn't know. Like she will climb anywhere, and she will climb. Well above where she can get down from. Uh. <laughs> and she will sit there and look around. And it's like she's um, proud. She doesn't want to admit she can't get down. <laughs> <laughs> but after a while, she will start kind of like looking around and going. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> it's yeah. a little sad cry. It's not her normal. Let me in. She has this like, Mrr! let me in. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> yeah like she knows she though. made a mistake but she's yeah. like yeah <laughs> we love her but it's hysterical because her name is marzipan and she is not sweet 
her name should be Tiger or something. She's amazing. I love her. She's just the best. She's the best. That's too cute. Yes. This book, one thing I'll say about this book, A Soft Place to Land by Janae Marks, is it was clearly well edited. So what I mean by that is it was a very smooth book mm-hmm. and it stayed in the same voice beginning, middle and end, which even in a traditionally published book, you don't always get that. The yeah. end also was as interesting as the beginning, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy the pace too. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm big on pace because it's like if if it, if it drags, I lose my, my you know, I just Interest. you take my attention away sometimes, and mm-hmm. um in this one I just I stayed on it and it was like I couldn't put it down and then it like it it surprised me by how many pages this book was because I finished it and uh was it two days two or two and a half days and that's with work and everything because you know it t- it takes me a little bit with work to finish books mm-hmm. um, but this one I finished um, fairly fast and I started on another one already um, so yeah I mean kudos the pacing is great the story is great and it was smooth just like you said i could mm-hmm. digest this so easily i wouldn't hesitate to give it to kids i, I would yeah. in fact i would love to be able to give it to kids because it also talks about being realistic about what you can and can't mm-hmm. take on at mm-hmm. 12 at mm-hmm. 10 or 12 I, I, mm-hmm. a lot of really great things and it also provides a great example of a functional community yeah, and I was yeah. wondering why don't we read about that more? It just like with TV, why is there so much negativity? I understand sometimes yeah. you need a dramatic twist, that's fine. Sometimes you need an inciting incident, that's fine. But maybe that inciting incident can happen inside a functional community. Yeah. As, yeah. as 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 it happens in real life too, you know. Um, and I, I love that. I love that so much that every adult in that child's life was trying to help her out, you know, yeah. was trying to make things just a little better for her within their span of control. And, and I, I love that, you know, that the, the tension and the things, um, that she was going through was really just things that were out of her control. Some of it, some that were, you know, within her control, but I mean, but her lesson was to learn what she couldn't control and, and what she could, and then to do something about those things that she could control. And that is a great lesson to give to anyone, really, because I've seen some adults that, you know, they, they how do you say, they drown in a cup of water sometimes. And mm, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love this book. I mean, Me too. Yeah. And she has Me others. Too. So... <gasps> I yeah. knew she had one more. The book before this is, oh gosh, I can't From the desk it. of Sophie Washington, is it? Yep, that's does it. Does that sound it right? Sounds, yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. This book also does something interesting as a, I, I like the fact that we don't, I'm struggling for words here. Give me a minute. Uh, I like the way that she presents the fact that our main character is black. I love it. It is a taken for granted in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then she casually mentions it later. As someone who has read a number of books recently where her cocoa skin, like just the level, (laughs) like I've been pelted with 
descriptive adjectives like, oh, described yeah. and always oh, compared to food and yeah <laughs> like you know what what if we assume and then it's on the reader i yeah. kind of love that i love that a lot did you notice how um also when she was talking to the other kids in there one of them was like uh yeah it's kind of weird because i'm like one of a few black kids in my school and mm -hmm. you know and he said something about um he's too he's too different you know and then he sometimes he feels left out and i was like yep. oh my god can't you know that so relatable and so and so real when mm -hmm. you know when you live in a certain in a certain neighborhood right but your parents want to put you in another school to better the chances for you yes. right because what an education can yes. give you in the future and and yeah. i totally relate to that and yeah. uh yeah it was so i love it i, I also it, like go ahead sublime it was sublime it was maybe that sublime. that's that's the word that i i wanted to use it was sublime. it was just in there it fitted perfectly it wasn't like um look at this you know um because i want you to read this it was just yeah sublime I also like the idea of giving kids the language to discuss hard topics. Mm -hmm. Love that very much. So the idea of giving kids the language to discuss feeling uh, different at school or feeling left out at school or all sorts of things that this book covers, because this book covers a lot. I just... Yes. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I know love it. we can't say enough good things about this book. It's like, and, and the more that we will talk about it, the more that we will identify other things in there that are just amazing. Um, amazing. About this book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And friends, historically, I have not been a middle grade reader. Yeah, I mean, that I've, is true. Yeah, Joa <laughs> has converted me at the church of middle grade and I have seen the light. I have seen the light. I really, I also very much respect the fact that it, to write a good book in middle grade, there are a lot of things you cannot do that you cannot talk about, right? Yes. There's a lot of tricks you cannot have access to. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. You have to keep it very real. You have to be a good writer. You have to be a good writer to be successful in middle grade, I think. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I just want to uh, thank you, Joe. That's yeah. a little gift you gave we me. We started with a bang this year when it comes to middle grade by reading Starfish. Right. Oh, Remember, and all the words that it has a, a one thus far. I don't know if you're. I know we're oh, following I, her, and I, I'm it, sure you've seen. Spinning. Who can count the number of awards that Starfish by will not have a book cover soon with all these stickers on. Hey. <laughs> that's an important book too. That's a really yes, mm, yes. beautifully written, beautifully written very important book, and she deserves all the accolades. It's wonderful when something very deserving wins and starfish is a very, very deserving book. It, it yes. deserves every prize. Yes. And it's won so many. So that's wonderful. <laughs> Friends, this chatty episode is about to wrap up, but two pieces of news before I go. Number one, we would love to hear from you. Leave us a voice message down at the bottom of the show notes. Every single episode, you can find a little link where you can record a voice message to Robin and Joa, and we will play it on the podcast. I can't wait to hear we, it. We would love to hear from you. Say, say hi. Just say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, our next episode, we are going to chat about banned books. Don't be afraid. It is an enjoyable, light romp 
through books that we have enjoyed that happen to have been banned and that you might want to read and also give as gifts. So don't don't worry. Ban books, but it make it fun. <laughs> and now it's time for Robin and Joa to save the world. One book at a time. Bye-bye. Bye.